Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, my friend. I am so appreciative that I have your listening ear and I want you to know that I totally believe that you are here by divine appointment, that you could have been anywhere else in the world doing anything else in the world. And for some reason, you're here. And it's incumbent upon me to make sure that the content on this podcast is something that is well worth your time, well worth your investment. Now, if you're interested in intuition, this is part of a a whole series of episodes that I'm doing on cultivating, accessing, and developing your intuition. Now, when I was in my 20s and first developing my intuition, really becoming conscious of developing my intuition, uh, I found stories. I found uh, case studies, if you will, about other people utilizing intuition, accessing intuition, um, it made it more real for me. So this is one such story. Consider it a case study about intuition and the synchronous events that followed of these urgings. And synchronicity is a big part of intuition. In fact, as you follow your intuitive guidance, uh, you will experience synchronous events, rendezvous in time and place with other people that will further you along. So this story occurred back in March of 2017, and I was on my way home from somewhere, and I don't remember where, but I was just passing the bank, which is only five minutes from my house, but I had the impulse that I should stop and pull out $20 just to have in my pocket. I didn't really have a reason. I just had the impulse, so I pulled off the road and went through the ATM. And as I began you know, taking money out, I had the other urging the impulse to get an additional $20 out. So I had $40 in my pocket. Now, what I typically do is when the machine returns my card, I take the card and replace it in my wallet. But for some reason, this time, I just kind of tucked it between my two fingers on my right hand. It began driving away. And as I'm driving through the parking lot of the little shopping center next door to the bank on my way to the main road, I still had the card in my hand, but it kind of flew out of my fingers for some reason and down on the floor on my side. So I stopped the car and I bent down and was fishing around for the card and found it and popped up and standing outside my window was a woman that had obviously been crying and she started to reach forward and tap on my window and I just went ahead and rolled it down. And I said, what's going on, sweetie? And she explained that she had run out of gas about 40 minutes earlier and proclaimed no one would help her. She asked if I had a gas can. No one seems to have a gas can. I said, no. And she began crying all over again. I said, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let's get some information here. I asked her, where's your car? And she turned and pointed down the road. And I could see it down in the median about a half mile down the road, and her car was no more than 100 yards from a gas station. It immediately struck me that she ran out of gas in front of a gas station, and no one would give her gas. I thought that was a little ironic at first. She proceeded to say the gas station didn't have fuel cans, didn't even sell them. 
And I thought that was even more ironic. Well, I told her, well, I didn't have a fuel can in my car. I just live five minutes away. And I have one there. I told her to walk back to the gas station and I'll go get the gas can and I'll meet her there. I thought it was empty. But when I got home, I realized that it was completely full. And I went back to the gas station, picked her up, and we drove to her car. Uh, It was pretty precariously, dangerously close to the traffic. So I had her get in the car, put it in neutral, and steer it as I pushed it deeper into the median. I tapped on the car for her to put the brake on, and I proceeded to empty my gas can into her car. She came around to the side of the car and, and proceeded to tell me that she had been on the way to a friend's house and knew she didn't have much gas, but thought she, you know, crossing her fingers that she might make it. After I emptied the gas can into her car, I told her I would follow her to the gas station so she could put more gas in her car. Well, her nonverbals immediately told me she didn't have any money. But I asked her if she could afford to put gas in her car anyways. She started crying all over again. I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I only put two gallons of gas in your tank. It's not going to get you very far. And she had this look of despair that just washed over her face. I said, don't worry, don't worry. You drive your car over to the fuel station and I will put gas in your car. She said, are you serious? I replied with a smile. Well, we certainly can't have you walking around in the dark in some strange road in two hours. I have plans later. <laughs> I tried to interject a little humor to kind of soften the seriousness of the situation. I said, yes, you start your car and head over there and I'll be right behind you. Well, As I was filling her tank, uh, she came out and thanked me and asked if I had ever seen The Secret, the Law of Attraction movie. I smiled and immediately knew, okay, this is divine timing. I said, yes, I've seen it. She said that she had been trying to live her life according to the principles over the past year, and focusing on what she wants, but feeling like she was being tested by evil forces. And this situation is exactly that. She says, things will go really good for a while, and then these evil things happen. And then all hell breaks loose. I said, there was nothing evil about what happened this evening. She looked puzzled. I said, we attract what we focus on, period. I asked what she was thinking about when she left her house for her friends. She said, I knew I didn't have much gas, but I hoped I would make it to my friend's house safely. But then what I feared most happened. I ran out of gas. I said, yeah, but you knew that would happen. Or it was highly likely, right? She said, the whole time driving, she kept saying, don't run out of gas, don't run out of gas, don't run out of gas. (laughs) You also asked to arrive safely. I said, so let's look at the events. You end up running out of fuel, just yards from a gas station. You go around talking to people, nobody can help you. You come across the road and found me in the parking lot, which I was in only because of a spontaneous decision to stop on my way home. Evidently, so I would be 
the one to meet you, that I would be the one to actually get you back on the road safely. Chances are, if even somebody else gave you two gallons of gas, it wouldn't have got you very far. Frankly, you could not have run out of fuel in a better place at a, or at a better time. And why me? Why, why rendezvous with me? Because I'm the person who would not only stop and assist you, but also go the extra mile and fill your tank. I just ask that you pay it forward when you're able. Also, I'm the perfect one, the perfect teacher at this moment, who can point out all this secret stuff out to you and how the law of attraction works and how you are always creating both the detours and the direct routes. See, you got what you asked for. You'll arrive not only safely to your friend's house, all before it gets too dark, but you'll also be able to make it back home. Focus on the evil, quote-unquote, and you'll get more of the evil, the stuff you don't like. Focus on the good, and you'll attract more of that. She was thoughtful for a minute like she was taking it all in, and then added, I have a job interview tomorrow. And now she wouldn't have to worry about having gas to get there. She had been wondering all week how she was going to get there. Hmm, I said. I thanked her for allowing me to serve her this evening. I said, this is actually what I live for. Then I remembered something. I said, wait. I reached in my pocket and I gave her the $40 that I had taken out. I said, this is for you. Are, are you for real? I said, yes. I just took this money out because... I was divinely guided to take it out just for you. I didn't know why I was taking it out. And then here you are. She started crying all over again. I said, wait a minute. What's wrong now? She said, no, I'm just so happy. And she leaned in and gave me a big hug. And then we parted ways. She just kind of smiled at me and shaking her head as she drove away. I'll probably never see her again. But there was definitely a divine hand in our meeting and this is a, an example of how it was just an urging to stop and, and get some extra money. I had no rational reason in my mind why I needed to pull out $20 or even $40 for that matter. I just felt like I would need it. Why I didn't put my card away in my wallet, I have no idea. Had I not dropped it, I would have just driven past her more than likely onto the road. I would have missed meeting her. It fulfilled my mission on the planet to make a difference for other people. People I don't even know, and I don't even need the credit for it. It's just, I need to know that I'm making a difference. Now, there's a possibility that this young lady, at some point in time, may hear this podcast. Reach out and connect with me. Tell me how things have been, because I feel that was a fork in the road for you. So, what I wanted to point out about this story is that it wasn't bells and whistles that was my intuitive guidance. It was just an urging. It was an idea. And I followed it. I had been in the practice of following my urgings. Because I've actually had experience with things going awry or astray when I did not listen. or And I could reflect back and say, oh, I knew it. I knew I should have followed that, that guidance. So I've had enough practice not following it to know that when something comes up, I just follow the guidance and who knows what's going to happen. The other thing is this young woman 
had been intending, reaching out, saying a prayer, so to speak, for assistance. This is a cooperative universe. So you never know who's going to show up and be the instrument of the divine to assist you. Even when you think there's no possible way someone can show up for you. If it's not me, it's going to be somebody else. If you expect assistance to show up for you, expect guidance, expect the miraculous. And to me, the definition of the miraculous is something more amazing, more fantastic showing up than you can conceive of at this moment. I always leave the door open for the miraculous. Now, referencing back to podcast two, using your intuition to guide your life, that episode is actually the beginning of this whole series on intuition. And in that show, I discussed the different uh, ways to tune in to your inner guidance and how it occurs and how to deepen the connection to that communication. Then in a, a future podcast episode in the very near future, if it's not already up, is an episode on enhancing your sensory acuity, really deepening even further this connection to your intuition and how to delineate the different sensations and actually create a vocabulary of how things show up so you can reference it. Part of mastery is being able to identify and delineate many, many more distinctions about what's going on. So you can interpret it, manipulate it, and utilize it in the most amazing way for you. And of course, I'm sure there's going to be at least two or three more uh, case studies, examples, stories of how I've utilized or other people have utilized intuition in their life. Now, this all appeals to the story aspect, the metaphor aspect, as a very elegant way to program the other than conscious mind, the subconscious mind. And since we are about mind mastery, as well as intuition and life skills and the adventure of being human, it's incumbent upon us for me to teach you skills to program your mind, to harness the power of your mind. And intuition is absolutely a superpower in aligning your life with what really matters for you. So as we bring this episode to a close, there's a couple things that you could do for me. One is, if you haven't already done so, leave a review. It doesn't have to be a five-star review. If you like the material that's being offered up, please give a review so other people can find us and that it enhances the availability and the visibility of this podcast. Secondly, if you haven't already done so, please join our Facebook group, the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook Group. And there you'll rub shoulders with other people, other listeners from around the world. We only allow listeners in. So when you're answering the questions on how did you hear about the Facebook group, it's obviously on the podcast. This way we keep the community safe and the conversation is high vibe. And thirdly, if you would help me reach other people in the world, and again, if you find value in the podcast, Share it with other people that you know. Share it with like-minded individuals. I'm sure you know other people that are interested in personal growth, personal mastery. If you can introduce it to them to where they can decide for themselves whether or not this would be valuable in their life, I would so much appreciate that in furthering my work in the world. So thank you again for your listening. This is Daniel Danovi urging you to follow your bliss as you live the epic life.